Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your bold. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I'm definitely excited and honored uh, to have our guest uh, with me today in the studio, Dr. Brad. Uh, Dr. Brad is, is an amazing man of God, a wonderful physician, husband, father. He's just got tons and tons and tons of accolades to his name, but I'll let him dive deeper into that. And I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm just honored to be able to have him back in the studio with me and to have this great conversation today that he's that we're going to have and hopefully we're going to leave some tips that will help change some people's lives. So you guys that are joining us um, back again, thank you so much uh, for continuing to follow the Laquita's Toolbox podcast. If this is your first time, get something to write with and get something to write on. I guarantee you that you will not uh, leave this podcast without some great information that will help you grow personally and professionally. But before we get started in our conversation, I'd like to take the time to thank our sponsor for today's episode, and they are Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory shop where we as believers can shop online for clothing and accessories that allow us to wear the message of the love of Jesus Christ. You can go out to www.covenant-press.com. Again, that's www covenant-press.com. Go ahead and shop till you drop, but don't click off those pop-ups too quickly because you want to go ahead and grab the promo code that appears in those pop-ups, place them at the appropriate place in the checkout to receive some amazing discounts and savings from Covenant Press. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Dr. Brad, I know that you are a busy fellow, but I definitely, like I said, appreciate you for taking the time to join me again tonight. And I can't wait to hear some of the great things that you've got going on and to um, to learn some you know, tips, tools, and strategies from you on tonight. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me back on. I think I was on, I can't remember. I know, I know we've 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 connected on a on a live stream before in the past, but I'm doing great. You know, it's the holiday season. So, um, you know, that keeps us busy on all kinds of fronts, not just work, but, you know, out in these shopping streets, I guess, to some degree, you know, yes. I'm trying to avoid that stuff, but I'm doing good. Um, you know, looking forward to providing some value to the folks who are who are watching and listening today. So. Awesome. Awesome. So for those that are, are new to the Toolbox audience, why don't you take just a minute to share with them a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, certainly. So my name is Dr. Brad Ballard, and um, I work here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area as a sports medicine doctor. Really, my specialty in that is I'm a non-surgical sports medicine physician. So what I do is I help athletes and active individuals uh, be able to uh, maintain their physical activity level, uh, decrease pain and improve function by using non-surgical 
cutting edge techniques. So our whole goal is to actually keep them active on the court or field of play or whatever that is that they remain active doing instead of on the surgery table. Um, and so I've been doing that for the last 12 years. First five years of my career served as an assistant team physician for the Dallas Mavericks. And so um, really fun job, real cool. I still like to think that to some degree, I'm somewhat of an athlete, kind of a broke down athlete, so I can relate to my patients pretty well. But uh, but that's what I do uh, as my profession, mm-hmm. um, my purpose. And we'll dive into that here in a little bit. There's a big difference for a lot of us in regards to our profession and our purpose. But but my real purpose and passion beyond what I do in clinical medicine is I, I actually coach physicians. And so uh, I've been an executive coach and done some coaching for years now, but I've really started to focus a lot of my attention on physicians. And what I do is I help physician and physician entrepreneurs be able to create more impact and income beyond the walls of clinical medicine by helping them get the clarity, the confidence, and the consistency to grow their business. And so um, that spawned because I saw a significant need in uh, my fellow physicians who felt stuck you know, it's what I like to describe as outwardly successful, but secretly stuck. Some of you who are watching this may even even you don't have to be a physician to be successful, but stuck. And uh, despite the fact that they had you know done well as a physician, they still felt like there was something else out there for them. And so that was me in the past. I found what uh, what my purpose and calling was. And uh, for that, not only provided a lot of fulfillment for me, but it also provided a, a you know, second second fortune. So I often you know, tell people as you get clarity on that, it can provide not only fulfillment, but some fortune. And so uh, I want to help physicians do that. Um, Beyond that, you know, I'm just a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband to a beautiful wife of 18 years, her and I high school sweethearts. And congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You know, she's tolerated me for this long. So I'm just praying she keep on doing that for, (laughs) for, for years on end. So Blessed in that regard. And then we've got three wonderful children, 13-year-old daughter, 11-year-old son, and seven-year-old son. So uh, I've got enough to keep me busy, but ironically enough, it doesn't, oftentimes it doesn't feel that way. So mm. I, I, listen, I, on, some of, on some of those things, I can definitely understand yeah, <laughs> on yeah, some of yeah. those things. But I love the way that um, you clearly define the difference between what you do for a living mm-hmm. versus what your purpose is. And we've had several conversations, you know, that I'm definitely passionate about individuals learning to pursue after their purpose. That's right. And, you know, and sometimes that purpose aligns up exactly with what we do to earn a living. And sometimes it doesn't. Right. But then again, it can kind of, you know, co-mingle together well you know, depending on what you, what it is that you're doing and what your purpose um, in life is. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I love that because oftentimes I found that some people define themselves or their purpose based on what they do for a living and end up being pretty miserable when what they do for a living no longer fulfills them. How do you, um, how do you address that with, with the physicians that you coach? Well, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before we we hopped on and, and, and hit the live button. But, 
you know, in the physician world, there's a stat that 60% of physicians are burned out. And the way, the best way I can define burnout is someone who feels unfulfilled and their work lacks meaning. And it, it, it it's irregardless of how much money is made or how, uh, what I think m- most of society has defined as success. So that doesn't matter. Uh, there's just a lack of fulfillment and uh, their, their work just lacks, lacks the meaning. And so for those folks, what I've identified is that for a lot of these people, we, and this is not just for physicians, but this is professionals in general, we made a very logical decision to go into whatever it is that was going to be our career or our vocation that we were going to be able to generate income as a professional. It was a very logical decision. So like for me, you know, I was pretty good at math in college. You know, I happened to be working at the hospital and I had a couple of mentors and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I looked at this and I was like, OK, if I'm going to work. Right. Because the basketball, you know, the hoop dreams were over at this point. So I was like, if I'm going to work, <laughs> then, you know, what do I think I would like most? Mm-hmm. So I started looking at medicine. I started shadowing some docs and I was like, you know what? I played sports. I'd been injured before. I'd been in clinics like this. So I think this is what I want to do, a very logical decision. Mm-hmm. Well, the challenge with that as we move forward, because I do believe that the majority of professionals who are out there in the workplace right now, they have a they have their profession, but it is not consistent or in alignment with what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they will... They will, they will assume, much like I did, that their purpose is their profession, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, when, 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 when you find yourself kind of stuck and you're, you're just kind of, you know, like I was several years ago, I remember thinking like, like, how did I spend all this time, money, energy, and effort to get to where I am now? And it's just not nearly as fulfilling as I, as I thought it was going to be, right? It's, it's the, the best way I can describe it is you you have this aspiration to climb Mount Everest and you put all this work and energy into it and you get to the top of the mountain and the view isn't as spectacular as you anticipated that it was. Yes, be. yes, yes. Thank you for using that example, because oftentimes, you know, when I'm talking about people pursuing their purpose and whatever rooms I'm having these conversations in. People associate that with someone who has not achieved things or stuff. Right. Right. And that's right. just not true. You know, and that, that, that that's a great example that you use there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, it, it is irrespective of achievement. So, yeah. So, you know, for for me, it's making that physician or anybody who can resonate with that aware that, hey, listen. There is a difference between your profession and your purpose. And, you know, best way I can describe your purpose is uh, is taking your powers, which is what I define as your gifts and your talents, these God-given things that, that you probably overlook, you're so good at them, um, and being able to use those powers to solve a problem for someone else. Yes. Uh, that has significant meaning um, to them. So it's what I call uh, someone's stamp. Uh, stamp is an acronym for a solution to a meaningful problem. And the meaningful mm. part is meaningful to you. 
to you. Right. Yes, it's meaningful to good. you, meaning it provides value in terms of solving a problem for them, but it's meaningful to you. You know, people talk about passions like they want to pursue a passion or something like that. And they may say, you know, a passion is basketball. Well, you may be gifted at basketball, mm-hmm. but pursuing a passion at basketball, a passion is what I define as a burden. It's something that burdens you mm-hmm. to want to solve because when that problem is something that you think about, it draws emotion for you to, to you, you have a desire to solve. It has meaning to solve it has that meaning. problem. It has it, it's that thing that. that you go to sleep with at night it occupies your dreams and you wake up and it's that thing that's on your mind. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a challenge for people, but once, once, you know, once they come to the awareness, like, okay, this is why I'm not fulfilled. Right. And the way I see it is we, we all, there's a, we were all created and designed for something specific and unique to be able to, you know, provide to the world or to the marketplace as an assignment, as an assignment from God, right? Yes. And so when we can become aligned with what he's assigned and the way that it's been designed, it oftentimes will just work well. It will flow. People talk about, oh man, I would do this for free. By the way, you don't have to do it for free. (laughs) But, (laughs) But these are just clues, right? These are clues to be able to help people get some clarity around what is that thing? And, you know, listen, we talk ourselves out of it and stuff like that because we think there's no money to be made in it or how am I going to do it or whatever. But it's not until you can just not only just become aware that there's a difference between the two, mm-hmm. but then just 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 yield to the fact that this is going to provide fulfillment. And really, mm-hmm. that's all we're all looking for. Right. And beyond that fulfillment, there's a way to turn that purpose into fortune as well. That's 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 amazing. Let's take a little minute if we can. And um, let's talk about your book, Elite, mm-hmm. a modern success success guide to purpose and peak performance. Read that book, had my son to read the book. But, uh, <laughs> but both of my older sons uh, have read it and I'll be passing along to my youngest son. And it, it's, it's pretty amazing. So if you could for a minute, uh, unpack that a little bit. Not too much now because they need to get the book. But that's right. That's right. <laughs> un- un- unpack that a little bit because the things that we're talking about tonight, um, in part, the book speaks to those some of those things in great detail. Yeah, yeah. Well, the title of the book is is exactly what it is. It is a modern success guide, and the reason why I say modern is because I think we 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 do live in a world in this successful yet unfulfilled professional that's Mm. and 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 i define that in the book and it is so many people it is so many professionals and i can remember being the one who was successful and all my stuff looked good on the outside right but you know secret like i said you know it's this outward success but secretly stuck Mm -hmm. and i just remember being like this is not what i signed up for I, i i have to figure it out so the modern part speaks to the idea that there is this demographic of professionals who are successful, but unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so to serve as a guide, as here are some things that, that you can do along the path to be able to create not only success, but simultaneous success and fulfillment. And so it addresses things that we talked about as it addresses purpose. 
And then when I talk about performance, performance is really just the ability, the ability to be able to execute on all the responsibilities that we have, both professional and personal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've we've just got responsibilities. People people call it work life balance. And I don't look at it as a balance. First of all, there's no there's no definite equilibrium all the time. If you it look happen. at, it at least I've happen. never found it. No. If, <laughs> if you look at someone who walks on a tightrope with that long bar, mm-hmm. you know, they're balancing. But at no point in time are they just even keel. There is always a teeter totter that they're that that they can kind of feel in order mm-hmm. to be able to maintain balance. So balance is never even keel. It, we're mm-hmm. always kind of teetering and tottering. And but but I don't even look at it as work life balance. We have responsive. I have a responsibility as a husband. I have a responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, as a father. I have a responsibility as a business owner. I have a responsibility as a physician. And so the question is, you know. How do I get clarity on how I want each of these areas of responsibility to look? And then how do I execute to make sure that that intention that I've said, okay, how do I execute with intention to say, with me wanting this area of my life to look this way and make sure that these responsibilities get kept up so that nothing falls you know, by the wayside, that's what I define as performance, which is really just personal responsibility for these different aspects of life. And so- his was interesting is that most of us, you know, we will succeed at the sacrifice of what I call the big F's, the, the, the family, the fitness and the faith. Mm-hmm. That was me, right. Working so hard at something that I wouldn't fulfill that to continue to validate myself as being successful as a human being, right. Right. I, I needed the validation. I needed the win to define to define me. And it was all coming at the cost of those things, my family, my fitness, my faith. Mm. So the question is, how can we live in such a way where success doesn't come at the sacrifice of the things that actually matter? Come on now, sir. That's real good. Like, And it's possible. Right? It is. It but, is but so here, possible. But here's what I here's what I've here's what I've identified, Laquita, is that there's a level of intention that we have with work. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Most of us, whether we work for someone or whether we have our own business, it's a daily thing that we do. We have goals around it. We have um, we have deadlines committed to it, and there's mm-hmm. an intention to it. It's no wonder it's very intentional. If we mm-hmm. put a fraction of the intention that we put on our business on these areas of life that sometimes suffer, which, by the way, I get. I'm not coming here mm-hmm. trying to tell you I've never, you know, been, you know, out of whack or out of balance. But, you know, after a while, it hurt bad enough to where you got to do something about it. You got to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 what I've learned is if you can just put a fraction of the intention that you put at work mm-hmm. in the in, in these other things, then over time you can develop the. The balance and be able to balance. I I, I agree with you. Balance isn't a good word. I was funny enough. I was earlier today. I was having a conversation with the owner of our local. um, I don't want to call it a health food shop, but holistic shop. Mm -hmm. I was in there to pick up a couple of things that we needed. And he was having he asked me about marriage. Like, you know, is marriage 50 50? 
And it's like, absolutely not. There's no, that, that balance doesn't exist. And, you know, we don't have that type of balance ever because somebody is not always going to feel at a hundred percent and everything that we do to say that we have to sacrifice something in order to get something else. We, we shouldn't do that. And that that's kind of where that conversation went to yeah. about the things that people had sacrificed and, you know, pursuing after careers or businesses and other things that they felt passionately about and how their marriage suffered and they couldn't find balance. Yeah. And yeah. it's because, you know, hey, we're looking at this thing in a completely wrong way. You know, right. I know I can throw up both hands and both feet and probably borrow some more folks to say how wrong I got it in our marriage, you yeah. know, with looking for the things that I needed to accomplish for me to internally feel like I was successful, mm. like internally feel like I'm, I'm a good mom, internally feel like, you know, I'm, I'm a good minister of the gospel, internally, you know, feel like, you know, hey, I'm just because at, at those particular times, I had not yet finished university. So, you know, I'm trying to prove that I am just as valuable and just as knowledgeable as my counterparts who had finished university. And so knowing that I was just competing with myself and expecting my family to make all of these sacrifices because this is the things that we need to do for success, you know, for me, you know, and, you know, telling my husband, hey, you know, you're doing the things for success in your career, then you should afford me the same opportunity when in actuality, we had it all out of whack. Mm. You know, so the the challenge with today's professional, which I believe today's professional, that successful but unfulfilled professional is the one that needs the most help, really. Mm -hmm. You know, our worth is defined by our work and our value is defined by our victories. Mm. And, and it becomes a very, that becomes very difficult when that's the case, because yes. if, if your worth is, is attached to work, there are some things that you will not be able to control in your work that All the now time. are going to, if the work takes a hit, your, your worth is going to have an immediate you know, your, your identity nosedive. is going to nosedive, right? Nosedive. Not, not to mention now you will do anything to, if, you're, if your worth is connected to your work, that mm -hmm. means I got to maintain a certain level of work in order for me to have worth. And, yes. and, and for self-preservation, I will sacrifice all those things that actually do matter Mm -hmm. If my value is connected to, to only victories, well, again, I, I got to get the next victory. I yeah. got to keep having That's a victory it. in order to, to have value. And, and unfortunately, that comes at the cost of health, uh, cost, comes at the cost of relationships, comes mm -hmm. at the cost of, of, of even wealth. Mm -hmm. And it's trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's, 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 it's the whole thing. The, the beautiful part about this whole thing is, and, and the reason why... I read the Bible and I always tell people like, look, I'm not trying to put my beliefs on anyone. Right. But I've right. got to have a standard of truth of how truth. things work. This I, is I, it. This I, is I just it. need a standard of truth, no different than an instruction manual. Or if I'm going to go, you know, I was talking to my daughter the other day. If I'm, if I'm going to go play soccer, 
there are rules and regulations for the soccer field yes. of how it works. And if you follow those rules, soccer is going to be played well and at a high mm-hmm. level. Right. And those there are penalties in place so that we can continue to get back to playing the game the way it was intended, intended and to work out. Yes. There is a way the family is intended to work out. There's a mm-hmm. way that the marriage is intended to work out and the way that the work is intended to work out such that it won't come at the sacrifice of those things that matter. But right. life now, it, it, you know, it, it's not necessarily it's this sacrificial life. It's a service based mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. To where now I must serve, which is, the, I mean, that's just how it was designed. It's like right. the, 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 those among you who serve the most will be the greatest. Okay, well, you know, I, I'm, I'll just follow the rule. I'll follow that in the instruction manual, right? Yes. So yes. If, if, if I can serve, see what, what most of us don't understand and what I had, you know, I had to learn the hard way is that success is really a measure of service. Mm, that's if, good. If if I can serve my wife, mm-hmm. I'll have a successful marriage. Yes. Because my my question is, how can I serve you? Not how can mm-hmm. I be served? Come on now, if, that's good. If 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 I can serve more people in my business, mm-hmm. I will be more successful. I always talk yes. about uh, you know Chick Fil A. One of the reasons I love Chick Fil A is it's a service. It's a service yes. and, it's, and it's defined by the quality and the quantity of service. The more people mm-hmm. they serve, the more successful they be, they be, the more successful they'll be. And the, and the more, and, and the higher quality of that service, mm-hmm. the more successful they will be. So it is mm-hmm. all based on serving. And if they serve well, mm-hmm. if they serve a lot, and if they serve in great, in excellence, mm-hmm. they will be successful. And it's yes. that way in every single area of life. But here's the deal. You can't serve if your cup ain't full already. Come on now, sir. That's real good. I mean, listen, I got two book plugs I got to make right now. Number <laughs> one, my own. <laughs> but, you, but you said that, um, and it made me think about a, an interview that I did um, end of last year with a powerful sister out of um, New Jersey. Her name is Dr. Tiffany Jenkins. Uh, she's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about self-care. And she talked and she said that one of the things that she teaches her clients is this, whether it's her coaching clients or her clients that visit her in her practice, Mm -hmm. you can't pour from an empty cup. We all have heard that before. We cannot pour from an empty cup. But the thing, Dr. Brad, that just I had to jump up and run around in here in a minute for a minute when the sister said that she said she teaches her clients to pour, to serve others from the saucer. Mm. I was like, come on now, sis. Mm. If I I don't have my saucer in because I've got a big cup. Yeah. But, you know, those of you that can see in my, in my teacup, if the saucer is here, then if I can serve you from my saucer, that means my cup is always running all over. Ooh, because, the, because the saucer is there to, to catch the overflow. That's good. So I shouldn't be serving those that I'm called to serve from my cup. Yeah. Because... Yeah. What's in my salsa in my overflow is enough to fulfill and sustain those that I'm called to serve business, uh, perfect, professional life, right. personal life, whatever it is. And we but we can't get that without a source. We don't get to that understanding, like you said, without a source. For those of us that are believers, the, the B.I.B.L.E. is our source. Yes. Yes. And 
we understand that from that source. The and so just you know, like I said, I've given two book plugs. Her her book plug, um, her book is called Reclaiming My Time, a black woman's guide to self-care. Mm-hmm. And even for my for my own plug, just as it relates to what you were saying, when we are putting all of our value into our work or only measuring our value by our victories. That for me comes one of the things that I teach my client. And I talked about it in my book, Redefining Success, eight tools that I've used to develop a growth mindset. When we have allowed outside people, experiences, and other factors, external factors in our life to define what success means, we fall into that trap. We remain in that trap and we can't figure out how to get out of that trap. Yeah. Yeah. But when we take that moment, or two moments or 10 moments or whatever it is to learn us and understand purpose, understand our identity and clearly define what success means to us. Then you won't look for it in the, and what the world has deemed as victories. That's right. You know, and That's you right. won't look for it in your work. That's right. You know, That's with right. the, the work that you do to earn right. money. Yeah. You know, my, when we talk about, uh, first of all, I love the saucer analogy, by the way, that's, that's just spot on. Um, it blessed me, man. <laughs> it blessed me. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's good stuff. But, but when you think about it, if, if, if you're serving and, and I try to just make this so understandable, if you go to a restaurant, your waiter is there to serve you mm-hmm. and a good waiter is going to listen they mm-hmm. can't serve you. They can't serve you until they listen to you. Come on now. That's they good. They can't. They can't serve you. So as somebody who's trying to serve, we got to be able to listen to what someone else wants, not just give them what we think they want or give them what makes us feel better in and to, to oh well, I'm gonna give you this. No, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, I want to spend time with my spend time with my sons. It's funny, you know, they want want to play video games. I don't want to do that, you know. I want to go do something else. But that's not me serving until I get to their level. What what do they want? Mm-hmm. Right. I may want to go throw the football. They want to dad, can you play with me here? But if I'm not listening, I can't serve as a father. Can't serve. Come on, that's real right? good. So, so like we got to be able to listen. And yes, they go to a place where they constantly can get that food, right? To where they their mentality is what can I do to serve you? We can't do that. When we're worried about ourselves, see, if mm. you know, we talk about the relationship, like if I'm coming home thinking about what can you do for me or I didn't have a bad day, my cup ain't full. I'd be like, well, well, you're supposed to be doing something for me. Now, if I know I'm good, I can come from a place that if you had a bad day, hey, look, what, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like I, I can come from a place of service. Same thing with business. If I need mm-hmm. you, if I mm-hmm. need you to make me feel better, it ain't about you. It's about me. Right? Exactly. So therefore, if we don't self-care, because the self-care gets us, gets our cup full so that we mm-hmm. can be able to serve without looking for anything in return and unconditional yes. service. Yes. Therefore, if we don't serve, it's probably one of the most selfish things that you can do in regards to your business and your mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. So I try to tell people like, listen, no, taking the time, not taking the time for the daily meditation time, the daily prayer time, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the fitness, 
not doing that time spending money on you to make sure that your health is good, spending money mm-hmm. on you to, to get the development, not doing that is probably one of the most selfish things that you could do for your clients, for mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. for, 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 for all of that. So, so look, I, I tell my wife, I tell my family, it's the one selfish thing I got to do every single day. Just let me have my hour in the morning. Like can't touch it because they know, a better father, a better husband, a better business owner. Everybody shows up if I can just have that time. Yes. Yes. And and here's the thing. And within our lives, like one of the things for me that always just, it didn't sit right with me, Dr. Brad. It didn't sit right. So my, I, I can say that my first profession, walking into a profession, was um, as a professional minister of the gospel. And there was this just lie, flat out lie. There's no easy way to, you know, no nice way to soften that up. Mm -hmm. That sometimes when we are pursuing after big dreams and goals and ministry and building kingdom things, that there's sacrifices that's got to be made. And you see, I saw a lot of people that that sacrifice came at the expense of their family. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't put, you know, one plus one is always two, but that didn't equal to two. That don't make sense. That don't make sense. You know, and you can't make that make sense to me. You know, the thing that we're saying God has given us as the thing to do in our life, that thing shouldn't cost us the thing that we've been in covenant relationship with. Marriage is a covenant. Our, our children, we in a covenant relationship with them. And so what we're pursuing after in our vocation or occupation should not come at the expense of those things that matter. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. And, you know, the older I got and the more I kept that question up, Yep. the yep. thing was, it's not the business. It's not the ministry. It's the way that we go about getting it done. You know, so it, then that brought it back to us. And so like what you were saying, that's the most selfish thing that I could have done. And I did it. That's mm-hmm. how I know I don't do that. People right, right, right. Right. I don't care anyway, what you it, do. Don't do that. Like, it, don't, it don't work well. It you don't know, work well. It, it does not. Here's what we have to understand is that we don't get what we want. We get what we believe. Come you on know, now. That's real. See, you can want, oh my gosh, I want balance. I want to, I, I want, if, if this is the, how the conversation sounds, I want that. Like I want the work life. I want the family life. But see, if you say, but, See, there's a belief in there that you can only have either or. See, if the I, belief I is, is Darius Daniels, he said, I can have what this and that. That's I right. Can have both. It's, yeah. It's not either or. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it, it's and right. And, it's, yes. it, it, right. But but it's not if you believe either or, even if you want and you you're don't not gonna get, get it. either or. You, get it. you, you yeah. don't you don't get what you want. You get what you believe. So it's not until you shift your way of thinking and say, hold up, how can I get this in this? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bless everybody right now and give you a clue. See, success does come at a sacrifice. That's the come reality. On Here's what somebody yeah. understand. It mm-hmm. comes at a sacrifice, mm-hmm. but it should not come at the, at the sacrifice of the things that are valuable in life. Come it on needs now. to come at the sacrifice of the things that bring you no value. Come on. That's, you know, someone I was, wanted to clap right there. That I heard everybody's ears. <laughs> look, 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 look. The reality is this, it's going to come at a sacrifice, mm-hmm. but I can't watch Netflix every day. Come on. Because now. guess what? It don't bring me no value. It don't, it doesn't bring any value. Like it, the sacrifice in the price 
is it kills off the things in you that no longer serve you. It that the sacrifice is the stuff in my life that might entertain me, mm. but they do not bring value to my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have fun sometimes because I love to have fun. I love watching movies and different things. My son has turned me into an anime individual. Never thought it'd be that. But, you know, I was smiling when you were talking about your son playing video games. My my middle son has now got me into watching certain animes. And I can't wait to see what happens on this next. I can't even think of the name of the anime. But the boy got his sister in a box. And he carrying around, <laughs> carrying her around on his back. And it is just really nice. Right, but right. It, it that came at a sacrifice. Yeah. In order for me to connect with my son. It, as an adult, like I wouldn't do it when he was a kid growing mm. up. I flat out refused. Yeah. But if I wanted to have a relationship with my adult son, he's 25 now. If yeah. I want to maintain a relationship with my adult son, I've got to learn how to communicate with him on his level, just mm. like you said. And mm-hmm. so it sacrificed something, but what I got back, it was a greater return on my investment than I could have ever imagined. I can't watch Netflix all of the time. I can't go out with the girls and get in my hair done and my nails done. Now, don't get me wrong. Girl trips are amazing and I do have them. Right, right. But it cannot be every weekend. I can't go to every conference where somebody asks me, you know, in a, in my ministerial capacity. Like, I can't go to every conference that someone says, can you come preach here? Can you come do that? That's right. Because I've got to understand what that would do to my family. We, it sacrificed me that those those bits and pieces of me that like that attention, mm-hmm. amen. You know that that love that validation from others. That's right. You know it's that it cost me some things, and what it did it cost me the things that don't serve me. That's right. That's right. So so if someone's willing to understand that and give up, you know. I can't tell you the last time I watched, you know, football on Sunday. Hey, man, I love football. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. But you know, with 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 the way I'm moving right now, it's a it's a it's a value. It's a it's a cost reward. Mm-hmm. You know, um, formula. You know, how much is this going to cost me yes. <laughs> right now? Yes, and time is the most valuable thing that we have time is again y'all in the podcast because that's good time is the most valuable thing i have yes we we devalue time so much we devalue time so much if we knew how much we could how much time we're wasting and what we could do with that time That if you took away even half of the things that don't bring the value of that align with where you want to go or who you want to be, you could capture anywhere from a good five to 10 extra hours a week. Yes. And people say time is money. And listen, let me make something clear. You may make a certain amount of money per Mm -hmm. hour or in time, but but time is far more valuable than money. And it's priceless. Let's just prove it. If you run out of money, you got time to go get some more money. Get some more money. 
if you if you running out of time, if somebody said, listen, you only got uh, 24 hours, but it's going to cost you everything in your bank account to get more time. Guess what? You going to empty the bank account. You going to empty it out to get more More time. time. Come on now. Yes. So time is far more valuable than money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And when we can understand that, we'll start understanding, yes, I enjoy the football game. Yes, I enjoy, you know, like you said, kicking it with the fellas. And I will find strategic time, man. Look, I'll be real with you, man. I'm type A. You look at my schedule, you probably get afraid. I mean, I, I'm, I'm true. It got to be here. Like, we, you know, things are organized, right? Like, that's just me. <laughs> you know, we're going we gonna to schedule some stuff. But, you know, so that I can scratch the itch a little bit. I'm not saying mm-hmm. life is miserable, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things that I'm doing that I'm working on. I enjoy anyway. Right? Yes. So, like, like for example, tonight, tonight's date, tonight's uh, date night. We 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 have a a, a a movie night every week. My wife and I. Well, mm-hmm. that's when I watch the Netflix thing that I know I can just kind of you know chill out on. But like chill you out, said, yeah. it's intentional because it's a connection time with my wife. Yes. You know. Yes. What I'm saying? So. Um, so I, 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 if people are willing to sacrifice and sacrifice mm-hmm. those things, I think life can be exactly what we talked about, where the, those responsibilities are getting hit. And look, it's going to cost you one way or the other. It's going to cost yes, you it something. Is. It's going to cost, cost you something. something that's not going to have a whole lot of you know value. Yeah. Don't, don't let it cost you something that does add value to your life. Mm. Let it cost you the things. Identify those things that have no value in your life or uh, the value of it is is it's minimal man it's yeah. minimal yeah the sacrifices yeah. that you make from the things that truly add no value to you they, they can't give you any more time it, it it can't provide anything else to you other than a pure entertainment factor and and i use that because honestly most of the time when we're having conversations with people who haven't made that shift the things that they're upset and, and striving to keep all have entertainment value. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's strictly something to entertain their flesh, whether it's watching TV, whether it's sports, um, just something that they value um, that can help them detach from their current reality. And that's what I was about to say. If, yeah. You know, once they realize that all it is, is an escape mm-hmm. to, Oftentimes, whenever we whenever we go do something that we know is not going to serve us, that we know we don't need to do because we have some responsibilities, we're trying to it's really an escape mechanism, which is like, you know, how can I escape from the feeling that I currently have that I don't want to feel? So let me go Mm -hmm. do something that I know in the mind didn't consciously think of this. It's just it's all subconscious. Right. It's like I I want to feel better. So I'm going to go do something that can instantly make me feel better. So I'm going to go eat. I'm going to go do something that I probably shouldn't be doing. That's going to provide me some instant amount of gratification, but I know I mm-hmm. regret later, you mm-hmm. know, uh, j- just something to avoid feeling the feeling that I feel uh, of going to do the thing that I know I, I probably should do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was struggling. I was struggling with that several years ago. I'm, I'm a reader. I love reading. Yeah. One of my favorite authors is Beverly Jenkins, uh, great sister out of Michigan. She writes black historical 
romance novels. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that scratches both of my nice little itches. I love romance and I love history. And she interweaves um, American or black American history into these books. I can read a Beverly Jenkins novel in two days, depending on when I crack that bad boy open. Yeah. One day if I open it up early in the morning. But then I was having a hard time meeting my goal of two personal development books a month. It's mm. like, I can do two books a month. Yeah. And then I noticed I was blowing through the books that I read that make me zone out. Mm-hmm. Struggling to get through my two books that I would choose for the month that helped me grow. It's all about, it's all about discipline. It's all about discipline and me being willing. How much am I willing to sacrifice and what value is this bringing? Yep. I'm reading. I'm going through tons of books in a year, but going back to look at the books that I'm reading, what value is it adding? So that escapism is real. And yes. you have to recognize that and be willing to do the work that's required in order not to let that get you caught up to well, where you are putting, you know, putting aside the things that can actually bring value to your life. And look, we'll justify it. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll justify it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'll, dude, I'll, sometimes I'll read a personal development book so I don't have to do uh, work. For something else, saying, "Oh, I'm reading some good book," but know that you know you're supposed to be doing something else, right? Yeah. You know, you know. One of the things that helps me, I posted something about this today, is when we know we're out of alignment of doing something that we don't we don't need to be doing, or or we're not taking the action that we know we need to consistently take. Oftentimes, we will let ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll let ourselves down, but we won't let somebody else down. So if we connect, if we can connect our actions to knowing yes. that. Who suffers if I don't do what I need to do right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like who suffers? You know, if I don't do my daily morning routine, my family suffers. All these people suffer because I don't get a chance to fill my cup. If I don't, if I don't do the social media posts, if I don't, you know, you know, do do the calls, whatever the case may be, somebody's gonna suffer as a yes. result of that. And yes. if I can connect it to someone else, oftentimes we won't let somebody else down. We'll let ourselves down all the time. But if we can Every say, day. oh, you know what? Family's gonna suffer if I don't do this. I gotta, I, I gotta. Yeah. It'll at least be a, enough of motivation to get. And then, obviously, once you start doing it, you realize it's not nearly as bad as what you thought it was. You know. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I'm telling you, this is this has been some really great nuggets released on today because in 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 this conversation, it it really for me it really comes back to a, a portion of the title of your book of being, you know, for high performance this doesn't the things that we're talking about right now it are not exclusive to one demographic of people this is a message that no matter where you find yourself at in life this message should hit home to you but if you are a high achiever if you are the individual that has reached the pinnacle in your career in your business and you're not feeling fulfilled you're having i did a my post today was about growth gap traps and you're finding yourself in that unfulfilled position. Have you looked at and did an honest assessment of yourself in some of these areas that we've discussed tonight about 
where are you in alignment with your purpose? Are the things that you're doing, are they in alignment with your purpose? Are the things that you're doing at what, um, what price are you paying in order to achieve the goals that you've been achieving? Or is your family, your faith, uh, and yourself, are you paying the price to get to the things that you have? Like, you know, do those honest assessments and if you do in that honest assessment and you can see where the things that you're actually valuing, because most people are doing these things because they want to provide more money. They want to provide more opportunity to their family. Yeah. Yeah. But well, in doing so, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're taken away from your family or you're doing this so that you can feel uh, fulfilled and achieve so that you could be a great example in your family, in your neighborhood, where you came from. Yeah. Well, what are you you know, are they paying some prices they shouldn't be paying? Well, I mean, you got to really start looking at your motives. I mean, you know, I, I I used to use the excuse that a lot of people use is like, oh, man, I'm doing this for my family. My why is my family. Well, you know what? When I really sat and looked at what my family wanted, they wanted more time with me. Come on now. That's real. They didn't. You know, my family wasn't asking me for the new BMW. They wouldn't ask me for, you know, a, a new car. They wanted me. Mm -hmm. And and that was something that, that I could change immediately. immediately. I didn't have to go justify not spending time with them so that I can eventually spend all the time with them. That makes no sense, no sense to me when, whatsoever. When you, when you get to that place, whatever that imaginary place is, the honest reality is they want nothing to do with you then. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, like if you want time, again, the question, it can't be either or, Hey, I can't give you this, right? Because I, I got to do this. It's the either or it's like, no, 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 no. How can I, how can I build the dream? How can I build the calling? Right. Because it ain't just mm. the dream. How can I on, build sir, what, what, what's been designed, which, by the way, you talk about defining success. I have to redefine success for me, which is success for me is being aligned with God's design and what he's assigned for my life. Like that's it. There's a certain design he has for it. And there's mm -hmm. a certain assignment he's put within the design. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Like yes. Th there's a design of the field. These are boundaries. This is how the rules work. Right. And then there's an assignment I have on the field for the position that I'm playing. It works the same way with me and God. Look, because if if on the court of life. Right. If I'm out of bounds and I'm out of design of how the game is supposed to be played and I'm a point guard trying to play center, I will not, not be successful work. even if I'm scoring points. Yes, that won't work. My my assignment is to play the point, right? Yes. yes. And so and so that is success. Most of us don't realize just how successful we can be if we actually just went ahead and yielded to the design and the assignment. Come on right? now, that's real so, good. Yield to the design and the assignment. That's powerful. That 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 is powerful. It, it and again, it covers any human in any space, in any time. And look, you don't have to agree with it. <laughs> you don't have to agree <laughs> with it for it to continue to take place. Come on now. Right? These laws and everything that are in place, like, like, I may not agree with gravity, and, but and I might have certain kind of feelings toward it. But guess what? It don't care. None. Not at but all. But see, I want to work with gravity. I don't want to work again. I don't want to try to work against gravity, mm -mm. right? <laughs> I just want to work with the design of the law, right? So so the, what I'm talking about, it, it doesn't care whether you want that or not. Yes. 
It doesn't it's care true. how you feel about it. Come on now. Right? All that matters. The question is, are you going to are you going to accept it and realize that it's probably going to be better than anything you could have tried to put together on your own? Yes, that's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. Oh, my goodness. Look, this has been real good to me. I don't know about to our listeners and viewers, but it's been real good to me. <laughs> Great tips and nuggets, man. Like, I know you guys were saying, look, I couldn't get it all down. Don't worry about it. It's a podcast. That's right. Hit the rewind. Get your notepad out and go ahead and hit that rewind button and get back to the juicy places that you was like, yeah, I'm feeling that. And go ahead and take yourself some copious notes because this is the type of thing that this is the type of conversation that I would listen to over and over again and pull out the points, yeah. you know, pull out the points and take them back to study and to look over that for my personal growth and development. Because no matter what my next business project is, what I found that as I continue to grow as an individual and making my, my personal growth journey a priority, it's just like what Dr. Brad said. I'm able to show up in the spaces that I've been assigned to show up in as the best version of myself. With my family, with my friends, in my business, in my ministry, wherever the the assignment is taking me, I can show up as my the best versions of myself because I've taken the time to one clearly understand my purpose, two pursue that purpose with a passion, and and three where we've defined success for ourselves and not let outside situations and and people to define that for me. Those things help to put great boundaries in our life. And when we're building those plans, it causes us to build the plans off of in defining all of those things. We've absolutely determined what our core values are. Mm -hmm. And so we're not making plans to do things in a way that aren't in alignment with our core values that will help us reach those goals. Like the things that Dr. Brad has, has laid out for us tonight is so, 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 so invaluable in time. Let's not forget the point of time, my brother, that right there. If they, you don't take nothing else away, take that. Mm. Yeah. We can't get any more time. Yeah. yeah. You only, we only have what we have and we have to make the best use of the time that we have because we can't get it back. There's no rewind button in real life. No. No, no, it's not. No. And and if it's if it's one thing I, I want to leave everybody with, you know, it's it's this idea. So many of us we have this thought that we're trying to, you know, that we're reaching to be someone that's so far away from from mm. who we are, you know. And I can remember feeling like the person that I wanted to be was so separate from who I was, you know. And I'll tell you, if there's anything that's blessed me more than anything over the last several years is that, you know, you are not distant from the person that you desire to be. That person is there, right? Like if, if, if you could just listen to what I'm going to tell you right now, and if you could just receive this, if you could just receive it, because I can give it to you, <laughs> Right. But 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 there's two parts to to the whole deal. You, you somebody got to receive it if somebody's gonna give it. If you receive this message, I'm telling you, life will change. And it's not that you are far away from the person 
that 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 you desire to be. That person is literally, literally within you. So most of us think about this, you know, developmental process that we develop over time. And I think for the sake of using the word can pretty consistently, yes, I mean, that does a development. But I, I look at it as actually more of destruction. And what I mean by that is this. If you look at a piece of rock and there's a sculptor, you got to think about it this way. That sculptor knows that the masterpiece already lives within the rock. The masterpiece already lives in the rock. Come on, sir. That's good. All he has to do is just to continue to chip away. But he knows it's there, right? He knows it's there. And so what I would tell you is, you know, the daily reading, the, 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 the doing the disciplines, the sometimes when life just seems like it's so hard, right? All those things is just the chipping away so we can get to the masterpiece that we know lives there. So I need you to understand the masterpiece is already there. The masterpiece is already there. Just commit to the destruction of all the lies and the things that have been covering you this whole time. Come on, come on. Say that again. Like, we need to hear that one more time. Like, all we need to hear that one more time. It, it is the destruction of all of the lies and the, 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 the beliefs that don't bring us, you know, any value. It's chipping away at all of that stuff. See, I had to start getting all that stuff off of me to get to who it is that God truly realized and designed for me to be, but for me to see it, come on. I had to see it for me. Come on, right? Once I saw it, no. See, here's here's a crazy thing. Once the sculptor can see it, everybody else will see it. But That's nobody it. else sees it until the sculptor sees it. Come on now. That's real good. But he That's got real to good. chip. But he got to chip. Mm. The work is not development. It is destruction of all the self-limiting beliefs and the lies that you have just that have just been coding you this whole time. Yes. So if yes. you can look at it, life is constantly destroying things off of you. You will look at everything and literally count it as all joy because all it is doing is helping you to get there faster. So at this point, all I want to do is get to the true me as fast as I possibly can, Laquita. That means I got to read. That means I got to I got to apply the knowledge. That means I got to make mistakes and failures because it ain't failure. It ain't doing nothing but bringing off the rock. Mm, that's mistakes good. ain't mistakes ain't mistakes. They're molding. Come on now. That's good. Time. So I want to get through it as quick as I possibly can to get to. The, yes. To, to, to get to that masterpiece that not only me as the sculptor, you're the sculptor, too. That not only me as the sculptor can witness, but once that happens, everybody can witness. And everybody can, can say, can oh witness. my gosh. <laughs> right? Come but on. no one will see it until you will. That, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. Where there is no vision, a people will perish. Mm. Where there's no revelation, a person will perish. If I cannot see me the way that my heavenly father sees me, and, and he sees me in my matured state. I don't want, I don't want to say perfected cuz mm -hmm. that word drives us crazy. Right. He sees me in my matured state. When I can see me like that, then I'll do the work. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. When I can see the end result of a thing from looking at that raw product, that raw that that's just a rock. That's right. I'm not 
sculpting isn't my thing, so I wouldn't see it. But that's your purpose. When that's your purpose in your life, that's the gift that you have. You can see the fullest potential in you. You can see the fullest potential in the things that you're called to connect to, the people you're called to connect to. And only you can be that sculptor. I can't do a thing with that rock. Nope. Nope. I can't do a thing with that rock. But the sculptor, the person who it's within them to get that job done, they see what I can't see. Mm -hmm. But when they do the chipping away and I'm able to see the masterpiece and just Mm. stand back and be in awe of it, like, wow, that's amazing. How did you do that? From one piece of rock? Wow. That's right. But you have to see that in you. That's right. That's I right. love that. I love that. My God, my God. Listen, Dr. Brad, we gonna have to come back and do a part two on this conversation. <laughs> right. Listen, because I'm you know, this has been real good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> this it, has it, been real good, good to me. And and the and, and and I believe and I know um that it has been really great for the Laquitas toolbox audience. So Again, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to join me for this conversation today. But before you leave, please let us know uh, some of the things that you have coming up and coming, you know, that uh, that the people can join in on and how they can connect with you. Yeah. The best way to really connect with me is on social media. Uh, I'm active on LinkedIn and Instagram. I mean, not at this point when you post on Instagram, go on Facebook. So, so you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, hadn't started ticking and talking yet. But um, so those are the places where you can find me. And it's going to be at Dr. Brad MD. Um, and, uh, and the website is drbradmd.com. So pretty simple. Awesome. 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 And listen, people, we're going to make sure that I have all of his contact information and uh, a link to purchase the book as well. So, I know that. Well, before we go, though, I know you have a podcast coming up. Uh, yeah. So no, no. Yeah. So I've got a podcast coming up uh, called More Than Medicine, mm-hmm. and it is geared towards uh, helping physicians be able to uh, create more income, impact and influence beyond clinical medicine. So not only will I be you know, talking about nuggets in terms of how to do that, um, but I'll be, you know, interviewing other physician entrepreneurs, successful physician entrepreneurs, people within and outside the walls of medicine so that people can uh, turn their purpose into profit and uh, experience, you know, fulfillment and fortune from um, from from their purpose. So uh, that should be launching probably within the next uh, month or so, hopefully just before, probably right at the time at the beginning of the new year to get people started. Awesome. 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 Well, listen, you guys want to make sure to look out for that upcoming podcast. You don't want to miss it. I know he's going to be sharing some great value. His his current YouTube channel and um, Instagram and LinkedIn are always just filled with great, great, great value. So you want to make sure that if you're not connected to him, get connected to him on social media. We'll definitely bless your life. Again, Dr. Brad, thank you so much for coming. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I'm your host, Laquita Monley. Until next time, you guys be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. <laughs>